Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, it's 31 August in the year of our Lord 2022. It's Wednesday. Um, we're going to have Carrie Lake on in a moment. I want to uh, come back to James O'Keefe. An incredibly chilling undercover investigative report, as only Project Veritas can do. I want to call to action here now with Captain Ben and everybody that monitors us. Grace, our, all of our great team. Uh, James, right, what you need, to, although the superintendent of the school said, hey, it went viral last night. We needed to go mega viral. What do you need our audience to do right now as a force multiplier to get this out, sir? do is I would tweet the video out. I would post it to your Instagram page. I'm banned on Twitter, although the video is trending on Twitter. That's ironic. I think we're approaching almost a million views on Twitter and I'm not even on Twitter. And that's because people are downloading it from our Telegram page and they're uploading it into their Twitter. There's a link that we send out where you just click on the uh, URL, click the tweet, and it'll automatically populate into your Twitter. It's critical that people see it. Second, if you are a resident of this area, the New York metropolitan area, live in Connecticut, I would um, I would contact the school. There's a school board meeting coming up next week, I understand. Um, their parents are outraged. So if you're a local resident of this area, I would get active. I would reach out to the superintendent. Her name is Tori, Tony Jones. Already issued a statement. Um, that's critical. But I think the critical thing, Steve, is to share the video. The video is so outrageous and so shocking. It's against federal law what this man is saying so just getting the video out there is the call to action okay first of all, we're going to push all that one one is the second part you're going to put you're going to put up shortly i want to make sure everybody goes to the site your confrontation with this uh with this uh, school administrator this principal last night in a restaurant but you're also when's the second part of your under undercover investigative report come out tomorrow Tomorrow, yeah, we ha we have a, a series of teachers and principals, and and they just continue to sh say shocking things, things about discrimination, things about violence. They say, um, and these are not ideological issues; these are just American. I mean, we all agree this is wrong. So the next one comes out tomorrow. We'll we'll see my interaction with the principal here in a minute. We're going to launch that today, and we would ask your audience to tweet and share these. You can find the videos uh, at projectveritas.com and our Telegram page. Download Telegram, download the clip, and upload the clip into your Instagram and Twitter. James O'Keefe, um, amazing work. And uh, we now know why the FBI, I think everybody knows why the FBI comes after you. And uh, you're right. It's changed. Here's the thing. They can't scare James O'Keefe. Impossible. Uh, but I know it will intimidate other people. But uh, fight on, sir. Thank you. James O'Keefe, patriot and hero. Before we get Carrie Lake, I want to go back to Cortez. 
uh, as Carrie Lake gets situated. Uh, Steve, I want to go to this, and if, if Denver could put it up, the, the article in the, um, in the Financial Times about the dollar as the prime reserve currency, you and I talk about it a lot. The timing is great because today we're launching uh, with Birch Gold. This is totally free. My end of the dollar empire. The first part was kind of the politics of money. The second right. part is going to be the United States is the falling reserve currency. And, hey, it's just not the war room that thinks this. The Financial Times of London right. has an amazing column out that essentially supports. They say it's not going to happen today, but trust me, everybody right. in the world is, is, is going. Out. And, Steve, they say over the last 500 years, the five empires have each had about a 100-year run as the prime reserve currency or 96-year run, I think they say. And now the dollar's. Uh, just about over 100. Cortez, uh, your thoughts about this? Yeah, so listen, the Financial Times, to your point, uh, it is really the morning paper for the, the World Economic Forum, for the Davos set globally. So this is a big deal that they're coming to a place, and this, of course, often happens. We see legacy platforms get to places where we already were, meaning the patriotic populist movement and your show of War Room, but they're starting to agree that the dollar is in tremendous danger right now of losing its reserve status. Joe Biden, unfortunately, took an, an historic gamble with the dollar. He really rolled the dice because of the regional, what should be a regional standoff in the eastern portion of Ukraine between that country and Russia. He used tactics against Russia, monetary tactics, to try to cut them off from the world financial system that were not even used against the Japanese or the Nazis in World War II. That's how much he escalated things financially, very much encouraging the rest of the world, particularly the non-West, to try to seek non-dollar alternatives. Now, I think, and this FT article points this out, some of the uh, financial uh, press and some of the even Wall Street, I think has been lulled into complacency because the dollar right now is doing very well relative to other very troubled currencies. Let me give you a quote from that FT article. The dollar has been bolstered by the weakness of its rivals. So in other words, China's in such terrible shape. Europe is in such terrible shape that the dollar is doing well relative to them. However, the dollar is already devaluing relative to resources, particularly relative to land. If you look at the dollar relative to land, we're a really wealthy people, really smart, wealthy people like Bill Gates, somebody that we're not a fan of, very sharp guy. Where is he putting his money? Into land, because land is, 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 is appreciating against a devaluing dollar. This article also pointed something out uh, that I frankly didn't know, and I, I know quite a lot about currencies, and I didn't know this. When you look at the non-Western currencies, if you take the US, UK, and Europe, and then also throw in Japan, so basically the developed West plus Japan, if you look at their share of global reserves, those currencies put together versus the rest of the world, the rest of the world only had 2% of global reserves in 2001. Now, just over two decades later, 10%. So the rest of the world, non-Europe, non-Japan, only had 2%, it now has five times that many. Uh, in terms of the percentage, the share of global reserves. That tells us that the world is moving decidedly away from the U.S. dollar. Now, a lot of folks out there might say, wait a second, I don't travel internationally. I don't trade foreign currencies. Does this matter to me? It matters massively, Steve, for two reasons. Number one, the American consumer, until Joe Biden, had enormous buying power because of the strength of the U.S. dollar. Because when we imported things from overseas, they were very affordable to Americans. So a strong dollar, reserve currency U.S. dollar, gave great buying power to American consumers, at least before Joe Biden. But secondly, and this might be even more important going forward, the, the reserve status of the United States dollar is what allowed the United States to engage in such exorbitant borrowing and spending because of the thirst for dollars and because we issued our debt in dollars, of course, 
the rest of the world was willing to lend us far more money than they would have otherwise at terms that were extremely generous to the United States. If the dollar loses, if and when it loses its reserve currency status, we no longer have that luxury. And we are then put into a basket with the rest of the countries in the world. And when the, when the capital markets of the world look at how much the U.S. is borrowing and spending, they are going to start to value us much more like a second or third world country rather than the reserve currency status. And that's why, again, I say this not to depress people, but to warn them, to forearm them so that we can take political action starting this November. It is not impossible for the United States to go down the path of an Argentina or a Venezuela in terms of massive inflation, stoking a sustained rise in borrowing costs in interest rates once we are no longer the reserve currency status. I want to warn the American people, do not assume that that is an impossibility. It is absolutely possible. And even the FT, I think, is coming to this realization that there may soon be a post-dollar world that's a really dangerous world for the United States. No, Steve Roach at uh, Morgan Stanley Asia, who's their top economist, said, hey, this thing's being driven because of the uh, and the guy at the uh, at Johns Hopkins because of the printing of money. This is right. why the inflation is there. And they, they were criticizing the Fed. They don't even understand. They're talking about supply change, which is part of it. But the overwhelming part is the printing of money. You can print the money because you are the prime reserve currency. Go to birchgold.com. It's totally free slash Bannon. You get it's going to be out today, I think, at five o'clock. Everybody can get it. It's the second part. The first one I had was um, the politics of money. Uh, and that's where we're going to go back to. This is, you know, Steve, your analysis, when they say, well, the dollar is so strong against other currencies, that's because the other fiat currencies are doing so poorly themselves. Right. Not when you compare it to other alternatives, right? Particularly right. assets like land. Um, Steve Cortez, how do people get all your great um, live uh, things you do on Getter and how do they yeah. get to your social media? And, and speaking of that, Steve, I am doing a Getter Live this afternoon, very much related to my article. My, the, the title of it is Make Red States Redder. So there's this great sorting going on in the United States, this exodus to red states. I'm going to talk about the strategies to make the red states even redder to save this country. I'm doing that at 4 p.m. Eastern time tonight. So it's going to be a bit of a warm up act to the five o'clock uh, uh, war room. So folks, please come and watch me. We'll be the, we're the cocktail hour. Okay. And then you go into war room for the main event at 5 p.m. You can find that on Getter. Getter, I'm at Steve. Good. I can't wait to see that. Uh, thank you very much, Steve Cortez. We're going to have everybody watch that today. Make red states redder. Carrie Lake's running. You know, we Carrie, uh, we had this uh, we had this analysis by Cortez that showed in Illinois and these other states that people are flooded, flocking to Arizona, Texas, and Florida. Uh, you're running to be the the next uh, governor. Talk to me about Katie Hobbs. What what are Katie Hobbs' positions <laughs> about about how to make a more robust and thriving business community econ and economic uh, situation for working class people, ma'am? She doesn't have any. Uh platform ideas to do that. Her ideas are basically to drag us down and turn us into an Illinois or a California. Her idea of utopia is what's happened in California over the past generation where Democrat rule has ushered in policies that have destroyed lives for people, destroyed small businesses. Steve, when she was in the legislature, I've talked to uh, many of the folks that were in there with her, and they said she was she was horrible in the legislature. Nearly 90% of the time, she voted against legislation that would have helped out Arizona's small businesses. She would be basically a Joe Biden brought in to Arizona, and we can't have that. I think she knows her ideas are bankrupt because she refuses to even debate me 
or take the debate stage with me. And, and she's trying to weasel her way out of the one debate that they had planned. You you're, were endorsed by President Trump and you're very close to President Trump. People know that. Uh, but you kind of model yourself. You say, if I had to look at a governor out there, I would model myself. I, I think Ron DeSantis is doing some great things in Florida and people responding. Katie Hobbs looks at uh, Gavin Newsom. So yep. it's a it's a pretty clear choice. Do you want and this is what Cortez's analysis. If you look at the analysis, the red states are vibrant economies. They're robust economies. People mm -hmm. are moving there and particularly young people. How does she make the case that she wants to go to the Gavin? We had Ambassador Grinnell on here talking about the power, their brownouts. And rolling blackouts in California now, over you know, starting now through September, because of the problem with the grid and the problem with energy brought about by his policies. How could she argue to the people in Arizona that she wants to follow the Gavin Newsom model? Well, she doesn't even make the argument. I mean, because you can't bolster that policy. So she's literally hiding in her basement. She's not going out and talking about her policies because she doesn't have any policies that people would even remotely agree with. And and her whole plan right now is to hide in her basement, hide out, don't come out, don't do any uh, public events, and just wait until the election and hope that they can somehow win. And, and her policies are dismal. If you go to her website, her plan for the border, Steve, she can't even articulate it. But when she tries to, it comes out like a, a word salad, like a hob salad. And and her plan, if you can kind of decipher what she's trying to say, is to have Joe Biden handle the border. But that's exactly what has been happening. And that's what's led us into this disastrous situation. So, so she anticipates, by the way, if we could hold you through the break just for, for a minute, we're coming from break. But she just is not going to debate you, is not going to get no. out there and do town halls with you. What she hopes to do is just raise a ton of money from around the country, not in Arizona, and carpet bomb with negative TV ads and hide in her basement and hope that that changes people's minds. That that she will not put, is that the, her program to basically rely exactly. on TV ads, negative TV ads. Exactly. And we know that didn't work last time. I went through that in the primary. It didn't work. And uh, it's not going to work this time. The people won't have it. Uh, Carrie Lake, can you just please stay on? We want to talk about James O'Keefe's got another blockbusting story about Really, the core of parental rights, it's about these school administrators trying to form young people, the children of America, without them even knowing it. Short commercial break. We're going to discuss parental rights in the state of Arizona next with Carrie Lake, who's running as the Republican nominee for the governorship. Be back in a moment. it's never good when your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. And it's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, -N -N, 
to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. And get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, By the way, breaking news, Politico has up uh, Garland's perilous path to prosecuting Trump. The attorney general has multiple hurdles to overcome if he really wants to bring a criminal case against the former president. As we've said, you know, I hate to I hate to um, beat a dead horse. We said here from the beginning, this is an absolute farce. Politico is essentially agreeing with everything we said. This is a joke. It's a diversion. And this show is not going to be diverted. We're going to we're going to report it and we're going to be there and, and put the truth out to support the president because this is a, a joke. But it is a joke. It is This is a diversion movement. And what's important is Steve Cortez telling you what's happening in Illinois Rick, Ambassador Grinnell tell you what's happening in California and the great Cary Lake telling you what's going on in Arizona. Okay. Our country is in a economic and financial middle of a debacle right now, all brought on by human action. This is decisions by the Biden regime that have gotten us here and the federal reserve and the people of this country are getting crushed and we're not going to sit there and, and, and fall into the trap of, chasing the, uh, you know, chasing rabbits. Politico, I'm going to get that story up here to Denver in a second. But even, you know, Politico, which is the, you know, the cheering squad for it, just says, hey, this this thing is not going to happen. That's why they're talking about obstruction of justice now. They're going to try to do this, just like in the in the Russia hoax. We're not going to fall for it. We're not going to stand for it. We're going to press on and have a sweeping victory on November 8th. Carrie Lake, your opponent, you know, uh, Project Veritas has this explosive uh, investigate report in Greenwich, Connecticut, which is one of the finest school systems in the country because they're they're so wealthy. I think Cos Cobb is the is the school district right next to it. So, and it talks about the principal there. Hey, I don't hire Catholics. I don't hire religious people because I want to form their minds without being so overt. The parents get upset if we start talking politics. They get upset, but I I can get the right people in there. We know how to do this, and we form their minds. This cuts to the heart of this parental mm-hmm. rights of what because now parents. By the way, Connecticut is not the hotbed of MAGA and particularly Greenwich and the parents there are outraged because this mm-hmm. is not what they're sending their kids to school to do. Talk to me about parent rights, but particularly your opponent, Katie Hobbs, where does she stand with parental rights and actually having par- parents more directly involved in school boards and more directly involved, quite frankly, in the schools, ma'am. We, and we are seeing a lot more parents get involved whenever I, I do meetings with, with folks or I do meet and greets at people's homes. Parents are there. They got the kids in tow. Our Moms for Carry group um, is showing that one of the biggest concerns is what's being taught to our children at school. And that's why moms and dads have woken up and they're getting involved. Katie Hobbs is um, my opponent. Hobbs is against all of that. We found out, even though she's opposed to uh, education freedom, which we have in Arizona, probably in a a better, stronger way than most states, because we really started the whole ball rolling to bring on charter schools and bring on options for parents. 
She sits mum and doesn't want to talk about it, even though now we're, we are funding the student in Arizona, not the system. And she's been very quiet about it because we found out that she herself went to a private school. Her daughter graduated from a charter school, yet she doesn't want families to have the choice for their students to move to the school that best fits them. She's against uh, parental choice. She wants it all to be falling into the government-run schools. She's run and, and owned partially by the teachers' unions, and that's why she will just, you know, when they say jump, she'll say how high and how far. And she's completely beholden to the teachers' unions. She's beholden to Planned Parenthood and George Soros and the like. And that's how she wants to win, by letting them run attack ads and she'll sit in her basement and never have to talk about her dismal policy, which will pull away all of those hard-fought gains that we've had as parents. She wants to pull them back and stick our kids back into failing schools. Carrie, how do people uh, find out more about your campaign and, and particularly your events? Because I know you're a people person. You're out there pressing the flesh every day and doing big rallies, but also small get-togethers. So how do people find out where you're going to be and how they can participate? They can go to our website, carrylake.com, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E.com. I'm also on the cesspool known as Twitter. I'm on Getter, which is fantastic. I'm on Truth Social. I'm on Facebook. You name it. We're having an event this Saturday. We're calling it a mini rally. It's um, a faith and family rally. We're talking about the two two of the things that make America great, our faith and our families. And, and you can bring the kids out. We're going to have water slides, and we're going to have a great event for uh, every member of the family. So hopefully people can find out more on my website. Where, 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 where is that going to be? Do you know right now where you guys have a plan? Okay, just you go just to the put website? me on the spot. It's going to no, be no, in, just in, go to the website. Go where? to the website. It's in Gilbert. We're having it uh, at, at a, a spot in Gilbert, and, and now I'm really Fantastic. embarrassed. <laughs> That's my okay. schedule's That's jam-packed, okay. Steve. <laughs> I don't you're, know you're what – I, I should invite. I should invite Katie Hobbs. Maybe she'll come out. Maybe we can debate each other, but she's hiding. She, she may, maybe the water slide entices her. So just uh, you're 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 a very kind person. So go ahead and do the invitation for Katie Hobbs to finally yeah. come out and 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 maybe yeah. you guys Katie, you know exchange out, a few views. Come out to our faith and family event, Katie. If you're out there, um, you know if you can hear me, come on out and we'll have a nice discussion about where we stand on the important issues facing Arizona. One more time, where do people go to find out all your activities and how they participate and how they support you? Uh, CarrieLake.com, and you can also find out we put stuff out on on our um, social media as well. CarrieLake.com, I think there's an event right there. I see it. It says events, and you can click on that and find out more. Carrie Lake, thank you very much for taking time to join us today in the war. Thanks, Steve. Have a good day. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell. Mike, Mike, so you've been involved in litigation with with Carrie. Walk us through where that stands in, in, in Arizona right now. And I know you got some other th developments that you want to talk about, but where do we stand in Arizona? Well, the judge uh, changed his mind or whatever he did, but he, he kicked it out on that terrible word called, called standing. But I went to call my attorneys. I said, you guys, I said, this is devastating. They go, no, no, no. We expected it. And it's a good thing. What they're doing now, this will go to the Supreme Court in Arizona, and we get to add, the way they're doing it, we get to add some key pieces to that now. And, Steve, we have a plan. Uh, it, the um, uh, As we get too close to the 2022 election here, with the member, the relief is to get rid of all the machines. We've kind of got a hybrid, uh, which we're going to unveil next week, uh, unveil next week, and uh, uh, just to get through this election. Imagine doing... Uh, 
hand counted um, if they if they haven't got rid of them, do the hand counted so it's a validation that we'd be put in the books. Um, we're going to actually try this in Alabama and other states too, where it's almost like a forced audit right at the end of the uh, at the uh, 2022 election. So we've got some good plans for Arizona. <laughs> so so t- talk to, talk to us about uh, coming out of the summit because I realized we have a three September date. I think it's cast votes. Tell yep. right now, what do you need? Because you said the War Room audience responded better than anybody to this. What do you oh, need the you audience guys, to do? What action? Yeah, you all did great. And remember, you can go to frankspeech.com, go there, click on Save My County, and you get the, and it says you how to get the cast vote records. Instructions are right there. A lot of you just went to your county clerks and got them. But we got thousands. We need more. We only have till Saturday. If you put your request in, most of, most of them then would be uh, grandfathered in, so to speak. But and on top of that, Steve, what we're doing as a as a kind of as a precaution, um, we I'm serving papers now on all three three thousand two hundred and forty some odd counties in the United States tomorrow or today, tomorrow and Friday to preserve evidence to not delete the 2020 election because guess what? They're all involved in lawsuits. We all forget about these billion-dollar lawsuits that are out there. Well, there's a lot of people, over 200 people, that got threatening letter and sued. So that's evidence in those cases. So my lawyers all agree. They go, yeah, let's do it. So we reached out to all of you out there, and we got the addresses for the persons and the person in charge of every every county, which a lot of them have, and say, hey, we're not going to delete that that 2020 election. Remember, Steve, they're not ordered to delete it. The Fed, the federal, the Fed say that you can, you got to preserve it for 22 months. You could keep it for five years if you want it. So all you county clerks or commissioners out there that are watching, you better not delete the 2020 election. Just saying. So, so this evidence, or what the county you're asking them to preserve the actual. Uh, I guess machine results or the real results right. from 2020. That's Right. What do you What do you and your lawyers intend to do with that? Well, it, it, by having the cast vote records, Steve, it shows a hundred percent that the, that it was uh, algorithms used by machines. Uh, we've only found two places where it wasn't we used, and uh, can't even reveal them right now. But all these cast vote records coming in, uh, they didn't realize. Uh, we just found out, or I did earlier this summer, that wow, we had the evidence right under our noses. And remember. This comes from the Secretary of State's office. These are actual cast votes. These are, these are, it's not like the, or what the machines say anyway. This is what the machines are telling us. And uh, when the machines come out and tell us something, things get uh, revealed like the Democrat that got zero votes in her own precinct in May of this year. And then another Democrat, three counties over, got 1,600 votes and she wasn't even in the race. I wasn't even on the ballot. But uh, these cast vote records are very, very revealing, and we've added them now for evidence. We use them for the preliminary injunctions, and we also use them, Steve, for bringing them to the sheriffs and say, look what happened in our county here. Every county in this country, if you have them, and uh, and uh, you can show it to your sheriff, show it to your county uh, commissioner or your clerk and say, we don't want these machines. They got to go. They got to go. And it's uh, it's a good sales pitch, and plus it's it's illegal what's been done to our our counties. Uh, Mike, uh, 
just hang on for a second. I just want to hold you through the break. I want one more time to, for people to understand because we had such a great outpouring where people go to support this. So just hang on for a second. Mike Lindell, uh, Naomi Wolf, all next in the world. Homeowners beware. You could already be the victim of home title theft and not have a clue. Some cyber thief may have already forged his name onto the title to your home. Think about that for a second. May already have forged his name onto the title of your home and you not know it. Well, here's how you find out. My partners at Home Title Lock have a special free offer to my listeners. Now go to HomeTitleLock.com. Then simply enter your address for your free no obligation home title scan. This is how you discover if a cyber thief is already camping on your home's title. Look, the title to your home is the only document that proves you own it. And once he forges your title, he can take out loans in your home to forge your name, stating that he's the new owner. First things first, let's make sure your home's title is securely in your name. You can do that now by going to HomeTitleLock.com and use my promo code RADIO, R-A-D-I-O, RADIO. Then enter your address for free, no obligation, home title scan. That's a $100 value, totally free. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com, code RADIO. HomeTitleLock.com, code RADIO. Do this today. Take action. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Mike Lindell, uh, the armor-piercing shell. So, Mike, everybody's on the ramparts on this. Everybody wants to get engaged. By the way, go to precinctstrategy.com. That's free. Go sign up for that. Become part of, become an owner, not a donor to the Republican Party. They need. We need bodies. Also, you can find out there how to become a poll worker, an election judge, everything. But go to precinctstrategy.com. Dan Schultz, Steve Stern, the great team there as we flood into the zone, tens and tens of thousands of people. Mike, uh, this is the most activist audience in the world, as my next guest, Naomi Wolf, will confirm. How do pe People have answered your call here, but I just want to make sure, because you may be out of pocket for a day or two, walk through exactly what they need to do now. Yeah, this is so important, everybody. We got two more days. Just go up to your county, but first go to frankspeech.com or get the app, Frank Speech. You're going to click on the box that says save your, save your County. It's the instructions there to get your cast vote records. Now, if you have any problems, you can uh, e email us at castvoterecords at frankspeech.com. Or if you already have the cast vote records, please email them to us at Passable records at frankspeech.com. Uh, thousands of them are coming in. We need as many as you can get, everybody, and especially your county. We cannot, we, we can, but it's a lot harder to get rid of the machines in your county and to get to go back to the 2020 election. So go to your county clerk, get these castable records. It's so important. And every Anyone can do it. It's your right. If you have any problems, remember, email us at castable records at frankspeech.com. But for now, go there, go to Frank's speech, 
click on Save My County and get Cast Vote Records. Click on that. The instructions are right there. It'll guide you through it. And um, and we really need your help, everybody. This uh, So far, you've been great. Your audience has been great, Steve. They always come through. Uh, and Cast Vote Records is all one word, correct? Yep, Cast Vote Records at, at frankspeech.com. And we'll help you out. Po- the War Room Posse is all over this. Uh, thank you very much, Mike Lindell. Uh, God bless you, and talk to you later. Yep, thanks, Steve. Before I go, I got a, a to, Darren Beatty's here. Uh, we did, we missed Darren. Okay, um, let's go to let's go to Naomi Wolf. Uh, Naomi, can you start go back to last night on the show? I, I want to make sure that graphic you put up because after the show, people came to me and it was so powerful what you were talking about. Can you go back and just do a pricey of what you talked about last night on the show before you start into your new material? Absolutely, and you're right. I was just thinking that. A picture is worth a thousand words, and I've had so many um, responses and shares, uh, you know, which is appropriate for that very shocking image I shared. Um, does your producer need me to resend it? I'm very happy to. Do, do, um, do, do we do we have that uh, producer Denver camera? Can we put it up? Yeah, we're going uh, to put it up. You start talking about it. We'll put it up. All right, I'll start talking about it. So this is an image uh, from uh, Dr. James A. Thorpe. He's been very... Uh, upfront and showing a lot of leadership on what he's found regarding high rates of miscarriages among vaccinated women. And he's also found um, one possible mechanism for the problems we're having, we're seeing. And this is so interesting that, you know, we're so over the target because these legacy news outlets that paid no attention to major story after major major story that the volunteers were breaking about reproductive harms um, and other kinds of harms zeroed in, um, you know, when we started revealing uh, from many data sets, harms to miscarriages, harms to pregnant women, which seemed to be like at the center of um, of the Pfizer documents. So uh, Dr. Thorpe in a presentation uh, said, this is an ultrasound image, and you'll see it in a minute, of a third trimester placenta in a pregnant woman who received the Pfizer vaccine eight weeks prior. This is a typical pattern that Dr. Thorpe is seeing uh, in his vaccinated patients about eight weeks post Pfizer vaccine. And then he explains, and you'll see this kind of netting, which shouldn't be there, um, of calcifications. Uh, The white areas surrounding the placental lobes, also known as cotyledons, represent calcifications from significant inflammation. Typically, this finding may be associated with significant growth slowing of the fetus, and he says preborn baby, reduced amniotic fluid volume and abnormal fetal surveillance testing. And then he explains what should be done with fetal surveillance uh, testing to check that the baby's uh, not suffering. But he also point, there you go. Uh, and I'm going to take a, you know, take a beat to let you all absorb what you're seeing here. Again, he's identifying that white netting, that weird um, distortion of what should be a normal uh, placenta. He's identifying that as calcifications from significant inflammation. And again, he's saying this finding can be associated with slowing the growth of the fetus, not enough amniotic fluid. Um, and, and this is what we're seeing. And I'll get to that in a minute. But he also says, if you'll show that image again, the dark area in the placental lobe on the right side may be consistent with a blood clot. So this is a thoroughly compromised placenta. 
as I said last night, I really want you all to understand, pregnant women were told by Rochelle Walensky, by the CDC, by the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, by their own local gynecologists, pregnant women were told, you must take the Pfizer vaccine, you must take the mRNA vaccine, it can't hurt your baby, the materials stay in the injection site, they can't cross the placenta. These lies were told over and over, and I remember screaming and yelling at the New York Times reporter uh, for COVID, Apoorva Mandavili, saying, where are the studies to show that this is safe? You're telling pregnant women to take it. There are no studies. And I got blocked and then deplatformed. But the point is, they knew, the FDA knew, the CDC knew that, and, and this image shows you that the lipid nanoparticles are designed to cross every membrane in the human body, including the placenta. They are designed to cross the placenta. So the placenta, which as I said last night, is the most sacred membrane God gave us, our species, for the you know reproduction of our species, that has been compromised by lipid nanoparticles traversing the placenta, getting into the amniotic fluid, compromising the baby. So moving ahead, what we're hearing anecdotally, and I did say last night, I pay attention as a 35-year writer on women's health and reproductive health and sexual health issues, I pay attention to anecdotal evidence if it surfaces in multiple places, because often those are the first signals of things that women find hard to talk about, um, whether it's menstruation issues, uh, menopause issues, pregnancy issues, women will tell each other and nurses will tell each other. So nurses are starting to say to each other that they are delivering vaccinated moms early because the placentas are compromised. And mothers in playgroups are also saying that um, babies of vaccinated mothers are showing slow development in terms of key milestones, like sitting up and crawling. So these are early signals. But now we have you know, in spite of the hit pieces from, you know, AP and from the uh, spectator, uh, we are right to call attention to this signal overall of miscarriages, compromised placentas, babies that are, you know, drop in, in the birth rate worldwide that Igor Chudov has confirmed, a uh, 200% rise in um, neonatal deaths that the BBC has confirmed. Uh, and, and this what, is a mechanism. What, what, what if, how... Have the OBGYNs or the front line of providers to women who are pregnant, have you seen an outpouring right now? I, I see where you've got certain doctors and you're seeing this, but wouldn't you expect that understanding that, hey, maybe they made a bad call or they were told something by CDC when they see this? Are you seeing an outpouring coming from these OBGYNs or this front line who have to feel both from a medical position and also from a liability position that they've got to notify people on this or are you starting to see that um i have not started to see that it may be happening and i haven't been alerted to it but what i have been alerted to steve is the opposite um to this day my feed and my inbox is full of women saying um, my daughter my daughter-in-law was pressured throughout her pregnancy non-stop to get the injection or they're saying um, my my daughter, my daughter-in-law lost a baby shortly after being vaccinated, um, or she, you know, the baby's been born with problems. She's been vaccinated. She's been boosted, and the doctors are throwing up their hands. They have no idea. Um, and I think that, that that what you know what's happening right now is word is getting out. They know that they have been part of a massive 
crime. And so what you get is what you showed me, you know, this morning, which is California passing a bill to, you know, silence doctors if to delicense them. And doctors are being threatened with being delicensed if they breathe a word of the harms that vaccines can cause. And surely that extends to OBGYNs as well. But you know what? Too bad. Shame on them, right? They took an oath. They took an oath to do no harm. And if they know by now, and hello, you know, you know by now, you cannot say anymore that you do not know. You've seen the image. I've provided all the data sets. The evidence is right before you. If you keep bullying pregnant women to get this injection or you keep hiding the truth about what could have caused problems or miscarriages in a pregnancy, then you deserve, you know, you deserve civil and criminal charges. And for that, you deserve to be licensed. I, I don't what, have the- any sympathy anymore for people who are, Powering because they might be delicensed. What is your objective here in this specific regard? We know you're doing the, you're going through all the data. You've got the volunteers. You've got Amy Kelly and the coordinating teams, the lawyers. You're showing people. There's grand juries, I think, in Oregon now. But on this particular item that you've seen, what what are what are you trying to do to get some resolution on this? That's it. An important question. I mean, immediately, Steve. I'm you know really the volunteers who have redoubled their efforts even since the attacks on us. Um, And I and Amy Kelly were really all just focused on getting the word out and providing more and more and more solid, irrefutable documentation, which is abundant, that problems with miscarriage and placentas and uh, birth problems, you know, exist. Um, And we're basically just trying to save lives. And it's a race against time because the faster we move and the more attention you know, that is being drawn to these issues, the, as you see, the more aggressively the bad guys are rolling out the Omicron booster, the FDA just approved the Omicron booster, you know, the more aggressively um, people are being uh, told, you know, you have to get injected, you have to get mandated. If you're a cadet, as we discussed yesterday, a female cadet, you can't come to, you know, graduation or you can't come to classes or whatever the latest, um, you know, punishment is if you're not injected. So, uh, right now, we're not focused on uh, legal action uh, to protect women and babies. I'm sure there will be a chance, and our 250 lawyers are no doubt looking at it. But right now, all of our energies are going to just warning moms and grandmas and husbands and women um, about these harms. How do people get to Daily Clout? How do they join this, and how do they help not just do the research, but also push out this message that you need to get out there? Where do they go? Go to dailycloud.io, uh, continue to support us. But even more important, tell if you know, look at the 37 reports, make your own decision. You can click through to all the primary source documents. But when you know what you know, you have to tell other moms and dads. Like, literally, the most important thing to do right now, I just talked to a podcaster who's a dad. And he had a 30-minute discussion about these issues with the dads who were there at the Little League game. That's where the front line is right now, telling yeah. your neighbors, telling your networks no. not not being silenced. I, 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 I saw on a bunch of sites last night the clip from our evening show with you and the placenta. So it, we, we, the force multiplies. We've got to get there and push it. Um, Dr. Naomi Wolf, thank you very much. Very powerful. We'll make sure it gets pushed out. Thank you very much. Okay. Short commercial break. Darren Beatty at revolver.news next in the war room. Bring it on and now we'll fight to the end. Just watch and see. It's all started. Everything's begun. And you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP. 
has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, make sure everybody goes over to Getter. You can, we're posting stuff 24 hours a day. So is uh, Harnwell and Cortez, Navarro, all of us. By the way, the Wall Street Journal today, lead story right there on the right. Musk cites whistleblower in legal fight. This thing with Twitter is not just getting nasty. It's getting revelatory. I want to bring in now the great Darren Beattie from Revolver Not News. Walk me through this whistleblower Twitter Musk fight. And what is it telling us about this apparatus, sir? Well, it's an interesting thing. So <laughs> a whistleblower who is apparently the former head of security, uh, uh, cybersecurity at Twitter has come out and said what we've been saying on this show for a long time and what anyone who understands the nature of um, big tech platforms like Twitter would have known, which is that this is an absolute cesspool for influence operations from intelligence agencies. Now, the interesting thing about this whistleblower is that he doesn't seem to be concerned with the fact that the U.S. and its allies use Twitter <laughs> all the time for its influence operations, including one of the really bizarre and egregious and outrageous um, operations involving the former head of the DHS's Disinformation Governance Board, which Revolver covered. What really scandalizes this whistleblower is that, God forbid, other nations would use it. Uh, uh, as a hotbed for its own, their own influence operations. And that was what was particularly scandalous, that it's not just the CIA and like Mossad and other, you know, European intelligence groups, British intelligence, the Chinese were getting in on it in other countries. And that's what was unacceptable. So this whistleblower came out and basically just gave up the game is that Twitter is that's its chief value is it serves as a platform for various intelligence agencies and other nefarious operatives to influence public opinion um, through often through entirely deceptive and artificial means by creating various bot networks and so forth. And so, of course, Elon, who at this stage, unfortunately, is basically out of the game. He's not using this as a negotiating tool anymore. I don't think anyone thinks that anymore. He just wants to get out of it. He, he, he dipped his toe in the arena. He saw what happens to people actually pose a potentially legitimate threat to our corrupt regime. And he said, this is too much for me, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, please forgive me. I'm content to live the remainder of my life as IT support for the regime. I'm no longer a threat. I just want out of it. And in his um, effort to extricate himself from this situation, fortunately, he's probably going to do some damage to Twitter because this really doesn't look good for the big tech platform to expose all of these bot networks. So I suppose that's at least the silver lining to Elon's otherwise uh, failed mission here. So, so you're, you were enthusiastic and others in, conser in the conservative side about somebody actually coming in and cleaning this thing up. I mean, I think one of the reasons right. he doesn't want to buy it, besides he understands it's the end of his life as he knows it, uh, is that it's probably worth a couple of, you know, $5 billion, not $35 billion or $40 billion because of what, the bots and what you're bringing up about. It's it's the global town square 
but it's been so infected with the contagion of intelligence services. How do you ever go back to actually believing what's up there? So do you think anything can be done at this stage to clean up this, 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 what you call the global town square? Well, um, it remains to be seen. Again, it's like I don't regret having been enthusiastic for you know Elon's initial attempt because he was arguably one of the few people who could pull it off. But as it turns out, he understood what it meant to actually be in the arena, and he dipped his toes in, and it was just too hot for him. He couldn't handle it, and he's stepping out. Now he wants to be IT support again. But the problem with big tech is very difficult. I think people are only beginning to understand it. There's this common uh, notion that these are the problem with big tech is that these are big corporations and this they need to be tamed by government power to put in be put into their proper place. There is a margin of truth to this, but the deeper truth is that big tech for of matters of importance functions essentially as an extension of the security state. And that's why it's so hard to tame, because they're extensions of our security apparatus. Um, the censorship functions, a lot of the mass propaganda functions have effectively been outsourced to these big, ostensibly private companies, but not ultimately private companies. And uh, that's really the deal with these companies and why it's so hard to uh, bring them to heel, because it can't amount to bringing the entire government security apparatus to heal talking about the security apparatus you know now daily mail's got a story that agents and field agents want um ray to step down or be fired you've got this uh the head of the dc office give us your give us a minute or two on the fbi and the security state vis-a-vis mar-a-lago and the president well, it's a, it's a fascinating story. I don't know how much we can make of this story individually. There are a lot of you know reasons this story could have come out. But insofar as it signals genuine discontent in the rank and file for Ray, I think you know these, these rank and file agents need to do a lot more at this point. Otherwise, we need to consider themselves uh, complicit in the evil of the FBI. I've called multiple times, including on this show, that the GOP and perhaps other aligned organizations, perhaps even Trump himself, they need to set up a very generous fund that would provide defense and support and encouragement for potential whistleblowers within the FBI. All of these disgruntled rank and file people who have allegedly lost confidence in Ray, if they've seen something directly that's illegal or otherwise entirely inappropriate, and they can do so, it's really um, their moral obligation at this point to themselves, to the country, um, to come forward and actually tell the truth about the extent of the corruption in the FBI. Uh, Darren, how do people get to you and how do they get over to Revolver News? Because it's, it's show prep for the war room. Absolutely. It's Revolver.News. We have multiple hot pieces right now, including a piece about... Are we ever going to get back to the moon? Another question for Elon Musk. Can Elon pull it off? Can NASA pull it off? I doubt it. Read all about it. It's another hot piece. White hot and revolver.news. I'm on Twitter at Darren J. Beattie. Darren, thank you very much. Okay, back here at 5 o'clock. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon to line up to get about the fall of the reserve currency. I'll talk more about that today at 5 o'clock. See you back here at 5 to 7.
Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. War Room Health, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. 